we prefer dangerous freedom over peaceful slavery. We are the orphans of the American dream. Cock damn it, it's time for episode three. Today we're going to talk about the amazing week our country and our president has had. Take it away, Tommy. All right, I'm going to start it off with the wonderful White House correspondent, Jim Acosta's tweet. It says, uh, Obama's policies dumped by Trump. Iran deal, Paris climate agreement, Trans-Pacific trade deal, DACA, Obamacare, individual mandate personally think he said great he spelled greatest accomplishments wrong but regardless that's just the focal point of today we went through a huge list and found many more we obviously most of us here who would watch this podcast would understand that there are an incredible amount of accomplishments that president trump has had just throughout his entire presidency so far halfway through it looks like but the fact that he's getting things done that no one has ever even been able to do. And people are still pushing back on a level that's just beyond ridiculous. Like CNN even is making themselves look like complete fools. Normal. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. but <clears throat> Yeah, today really pissed me off. Yeah. Yeah, you, you were talking about that earlier, Justin. What was that with the CNN article that... Yeah, well, there was a video I watched. Um, it was... Uh... It was showing footage of Trump meeting with the North Korean detainees and whatever when they were arriving back on the airport. And, I mean, they just, they're trying to find some way to spin it completely like they always do. Um, Basically, they said, this is a quote from uh, Philip Yun, I believe, is a former Bill Clinton advisor. He said, well, this is Donald Trump as as a TV moment for him. If nothing else, he knows how to get publicity, how to bleed a lot of drama. And somebody asked, uh, I think it was CNN's John Vouse, uh, he said, how soon will it be before we see images, uh, these turned around and, you know, put out on social media by the president or some kind of, you know, campaign message? And he goes, I expect before the sun rises, you will see something like that without question. Uh, And they just, CNN continued by pushing a conspiracy theory, suggesting that Trump was using to deflect from the Robert, Robert Mueller investigation into Russia, the criminal investigation of his own personal attorney, the Stormy Daniels affair. And then CNN international journalist Will Ripley later commented that Trump was exploiting the freed American detainees. Uh, and there's, I mean, yeah, you can, you can watch the video yourself. We can always post that as well. But it's, it's just terrible. No, it's, it's ridiculous. <clears throat> so this is what I got out of that when I first saw that was it drives me nuts that they just, all they, okay, so they're talking about the social media thing. That's the biggest thing I want to get on is that they're like, oh, he's going to put it on social media. And he's going to use it as publicity. And he's just trying to deflect. And this, that, and it. It's like, no. What he's done is something absolutely incredible. He got three detainees released from North Korea. Um, the last one happened to die. He came here brain damaged already. Mm-hmm. And then he died here. Like, that is what the last president was able to do. Well, that and trading. Trade five terrorists Wait, for what? a transgendered soldier, traitor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, 
Uh, I, I actually think Trump got Weisenberg back, but I can't remember his name right now. But that, that one detainee that we got who died. And now he gets three back successfully. Everything's fine. And the only thing they're going to say is deflect and say that he's going to use it as a publicity stunt. Every, anybody who ever accomplished that would use that as, hey, look, look what we did. Like, we got this done, and the deal is done. And how can you twist? How do people read that and say, yeah, he's a piece of shit? They don't want to give him anything. They don't want to give any praise whatsoever, so they're going to try, try to twist it. It's not working. But they're gonna try. Well, no I know, but what. who read? Like, there are there has to be someone out there who reads that and goes, "Yeah, Trump's such a cock, just just a cocksucker." Oh, um, I'm sure. Yeah, they're I'm sure most likely mostly brain dead. So, well, you just have to be. It's ridiculous. And then, uh, drives me nuts. But then the other thing. So you talked about the personal attack on his lawyer, the the Cohen thing. That has shown to be a 100 percent breach of client privilege or uh, attorney client privilege, like. They're not even looking into the stuff that had anything to do with Trump. All other they're doing clients. is they're looking into other clients that he had and all these businesses. And it's like, so one of them was AT&T. And that has some significance because Trump is, they're trying to do that merger. Now, that would be a bombshell report if Trump was not 100% opposed to the merger and putting every effort into killing it. Then, if that was not the case, then that would probably be a conflict of interest. Seeing as Trump is on the other side of it, well, actually, I guess it's probably still a conflict of interest, but it's not like anything against Trump. You know what I mean? Well, they're grasping at any little straw they can, and it could be a millimeter long. They're going to latch onto it because they have absolutely nothing. Yeah. He's tearing it up. But, no. What what about Pompeo? I mean, this man has gone on a Twitter rampage the last couple of weeks. I've got one right here. Um, I can confirm that no pallets of cash were given in exchange for the, these three gentlemen. What was the, there was another one he had about... Uh, uh, oh, crap. What was it? Kerry. And when he did the Iran deal, when Trump killed the Iran deal... Oh, John Kerry. Sucks. Yeah, I know. It was hilarious. He's like, oh, he's like, he's like, retweet if you want to see John Kerry's face right now as Trump gives his address about killing the Iran deal. And I was like, yeah, I totally do. Because he just got caught doing his little shadow diplomacy thing, him and McCain. Mm-hmm. And that was another thing somebody brought up. was like, you want to talk about the, the establishment control over our government, like one way or the other, like they're all trying to play the same game. Whether it be the right establishment or the left establishment or the belief that they're both doing the same thing, doesn't matter. Like, the fact that McCain and Kerry are both attacking the same president, going behind his back. I I just don't understand why John McCain can't, like... Die. Go out peacefully. Yeah, but go out peacefully. Like, you know, you want want to make peace at the end of your life. He's just, like, in the death throes. He's, He's just being a complete ass. Said he didn't want Trump to come. Trump's not invited to his funeral. Like, who invites somebody to a funeral? <laughs> <laughs> no, even better than that. How about the fact that he just completely admitted to the fact that he's the one that gave the dossier to Comey? Yeah, and well, he's smug about it. He's like, "Yep, I oh, did he's that. Proud. Do something about Very it." Very because he knows that even if they, they do? even if they do do anything to him, he's going to be arrested. He's going to be gone before he's it's over. He's yeah. dead. Songbird McCain. People yeah. that were detained with him sang like a canary. Yeah, I guess it just goes with the privilege. I mean, your daddy's the admiral. 
from the Navy. You can just kind of do whatever the hell you want. By all accounts, I've read that he was a shitty pilot and was a maverick in his own mind, but he, he, he put people in harm's way. And I don't know. And John Kerry and Jane Fonda and that whole Vietnam crap with the POWs. It, it's just... Well, McCain, that Kerry, right? Kerry was involved in the, with the... Him and... They were doing the legislation about the POWs. They completely fucked it back in the day. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought you were talking about McCain being there and being just as No, as... McCain was a POW. That sucks. But yeah, I mean... absolutely. But, but, he, but no, 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 no. It doesn't suck. It sucks if you follow your country and do what you're supposed to do as a detainee. You don't roll on the soldiers that are with you. You don't get people killed. And that's exactly what McCain did. And that's what's fucked up. No, yeah, exactly. But, I mean, Kerry and him, Kerry and McCain, they both were big on... I mean, they just completely muffed the punt. In regards to, like, they just they let the POWs that were still over there down with their testimonies and all that back in the day. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just don't. I mean, and then they made careers out of it. Yeah, careers being. I mean, Kerry is what he is. I mean, he's a Democrat. He's an idiot. But McCain claims to be a Republican, and he's nothing. He's not a Republican. He's a he's a rhino, Republican in name only. And you know what? doesn't really matter. I mean, we want we want people to have open dialogue, but I don't know. Dude. It's just sad that go out with some dignity. Yeah, it's not going to be a thing. I know. But no uh But yeah, Trump's had go back to the whole Trump thing. He's had a crazy amount of accomplishments. What do you got for Yes, yeah, so I got a list of them, don't you, Justin? Yeah, I got a whole bunch of them here. I'll just read a couple. Uh, appointed Supreme Court Justice Neil Gorsuch yep. and more than 75 other constitutionally sound federal judges, 30 of which are serving, uh, reinstated and expanded Mexico City policy blocking foreign aid from being used for abortions, uh, cracked down on illegal immigration and sanctioned cities. As Attorney General, Jeff Sessions put it, the lawlessness... The abdication of the duty to enforce our laws and the catch and release policies of the past are over. Yeah, just on that alone. And and these are like way in the past, like when he first got elected. And they still are huge accomplishments. I mean, I'm not going to I'm not going to grab on his feet for the for the judge appointments. You know, that's just something that needed to happen. Mm -hmm. Um, But I mean. He picked a good one. Neil Gorsuch has gone against him just as many times as he's gone for him. Mm-hmm. Should he should be objective? Exactly, mm-hmm. and that's why that's why that's what I'm saying. That's he is an pick. objective judge, and that's exactly what we need. Yeah. They all should be, but they're not. Exactly, but uh, and I believe the using foreign aid for abortions is farther goes farther than Mexico City, but I might be wrong on that. But that alone, like people like to think that that's a partisan issue. But it's not. It's, I mean, I guess it kind of is. But at the same time, half the country believes one thing on abortion. The other half of the country believes another thing on abortion. And when it comes down to it, there's no reason why federal money should go for something like that when, depending on what group is in the White House, depends on who agrees or disagrees with it. No, abortion shouldn't be funded at all by the government. And the fact that... We were funding abortions in other countries. It really pisses me off. Pisses me off that we do it here. 
these these limousine liberals, they want to talk about I'm pro life, whatever. I'm like, cool, fine, be what you want to be, but why don't you fund Planned Parenthood? Why why they are you do. forcing? Huh? They do with their tax dollars. I'm talking about open mm-hmm. your damn checkbook and write a check. Oh. No, see, that's something like like when like when we talk about like Planned Parenthood and stuff like that, we gotta like be very careful because it is a donation based organization. It runs off donations. It also gets a lot of federal money, and that's the problem. You realize that when Trump got elected, and, and I think you guys know, we've talked about this before, but when Trump got elected, the donations for Planned Parenthood almost doubled. It might is either equal to or doubled what the federal government gives them every year because everyone freaked out. You know, oh, he's going to cut Planned Parenthood funding, so everybody donated to Planned Parenthood. You know, hey. All right, that's your prerogative. Go for it. That's fine. Do what you want to do. But this is the thing. They used all that money for campaigns, for anti-Trump campaigns. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that is the problem. You're going to use all that donation money just to push a political agenda. Because they still have their federal funding. Because the feds are still going to give them all that money and mm-hmm. they're going to be able to use that for the abortions. <clears throat> that's what I have a problem with. Use your money wisely, and you don't have to have money from the feds. And they get plenty of donations as it is. It's not like taking the fed money away is going to hurt anything. You Guess what? You take the fed money away, and more people are going to donate. That has been proven. So, I mean, I don't think any charitable organization should get money from the government, but that's just me. No. And to be clear, abortion, not something that I'd be comfortable with if I were involved, but I'm not here to tell anybody what to do. Not at all. We're just, the federal money is the biggest problem I have. Morally, I object to it, but we live in America. Um, we have the freedom to follow whatever religion or non-religion you want to do. So, I mean, your moral compass is your moral compass. Yeah, definitely. Liberty. Yeah, I mean, I, you know where I stand. I mean, I'm against it uh, completely. I mean, I just, to me, it's murder. But, you know, I, but 100% we all agree the fact that they shouldn't get any federal funding whatsoever. I mean, if somebody wants to donate to it, to, you know, killing a baby, I guess that's up to them. But I don't think it should be around at all. Well, I don't, I don't disagree with that. But, I mean, I, I just, I, we're, we're all together on the, the funding thing. But mm-hmm. It's a personal thing, you know. We have, like I said, we have freedom of religion and... Many people who are religious are abhorrently against it, do believe it's murder. I can see both sides, you know? I don't know. I'm, I'm definitely anti-late-term abortion. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But, but let's, let's, just, let's, let's go this way. Um, there are people that think birth control is the same thing. Yeah, so. absolutely. And I definitely do not believe that. Not even a little bit. Birth control is a good thing. 100%. I mean, pharmaceutical aspect, side effects, maybe not. But, I mean, you know, there are other ways of controlling that. Yeah, that's the Catholics. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've got another thing, some more things with Trump and the accomplishments he's made this week. Or things that have come out this week. So, um, they set the date. The meeting with uh, yeah. John Moon, June twelfth. It's going cool. down in uh, Singapore, right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, 
I was kind of surprised they said that because I felt like that would kind of be like hush hush material until it happened. But apparently, it's big news, yeah, man. I feel like they're comfortable with it. I mean, yeah. I mean that, sure that makes gonna... me believe more into the fact that it's you know it's a real deal. I mean, it's it's going down right. Yeah, that still blows my mind. That's gonna be. Oh, it's. it's I'm insane. still. I'm not. I'm not skeptical. Just to watch the two leaders of Korea, you know, north and south, just shaking hands and everything else. Just that. Those images alone, just amazing. Yeah, it gave me chills. It really I, did. Not to downplay that, because yeah, it was pretty awesome. But I did see a meme, and it's kind of funny. It was very funny to me. It was a picture of uh, Kim Jong Un and somebody embracing or smiling, really happy. We're getting a McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <I saw> <laughs> No, speaking of current things, freaking, uh, I called it last week. I'm basically sure that the Iran deal is just Korea, North Korea 2.0. As long as I, we, we talked about this too. I don't, as far as everybody freaking out about it. No. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's just, you know, we'll see what happens, but, uh, I think as long as Israel stays in line, it'll be, it'll be okay. We were talking about that earlier. He disagrees with me. He thinks that doesn't disagree with me, but I don't think the Sasquatch is a hundred percent wrong on that. hundred percent wrong on what? Well, what, what you were saying, go ahead and you speak your own mind. Well, I think that people are, I mean, Israel, I think they're defending themselves at this point because Iran is one of the biggest state sponsors of terror in the, in the world. And Hezbollah is big in Palestine as it is in Iran. And they've been lobbing missiles at the border for decades. Um, they, I mean, they built a, a, a missile dome defense system in Israel to protect from that. They're fighting over what is considered the Holy Land. I mean, Iran is pissed because then they're retaliating. I mean, Israel has a right to defend themselves. I mean, if they have intel that says a certain thing and they make the arrangements and take care of their business, I mean, whatever. I just I don't think that I don't think that you're wrong in having some anxiety about it, but I don't think it's completely founded until it's like Trump. It's a wait and see. I think they'll fall in line with Trump. They see the success that's happening in this country. I think they'll fall in line. It's yeah. not wrong to have your anxiety. I'm with you there too, but I don't have a lot of it because I think every time we kind of are like, Trump, oh, fuck, no, 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 no. We just kind of like... We he's, come, we, he's literally going to start a nuclear war with North Korea and then they give up their nuclear... Well, yeah. But well, we're we, not like that. But I, I know what you're saying. Like, I, I am usually the one who is more like... God damn it, Trump, what the fuck is wrong with you? And then he usually says, let's see how this plays out. And then it usually plays out great. And I'm like, yeah, okay, good. But like, yeah, we're not as bad as the left where they're just like, everything is going to burn. Yeah, happened, but it also shows that we're not just sucking his dick every time, you know? Right, but it's like, I just like, it irritates me the way he does things because it freaks me out. And then it always, it's so far, it has always worked out. Yeah, there there might be a time where it doesn't, but I think by and large, he has a plan. Everybody thinks he doesn't have a plan, but I really think he does. No, and, and that I'm on board with Trump's plan with Iran. What I'm afraid of with this deal is that Netanyahu is is that how you say his name? Yeah, is not going to fall in line with Trump, and he's going to try and jump the gun. 
and start this freaking war with. I feel like he's just a little kid at the playground that got bullied and then found like the biggest guy in the park and they became best friends and now he's just being an asshole to everybody. Sound like that sounds like something CNN would say, but I mean, I'm, I, I, I that's the way I look at it right now because Israel didn't do any of this dumb shit for the last eight years while Obama was president and, and outly spoke against them. But now that Trump's like, yeah, we're friends with Israel, it just seems like they're like, yeah, what you going to do about it? And it's like, well, nobody's going to do anything they because we're behind you. Yeah, they do. And he's being a little too arrogant, I believe. But I don't know. Maybe I'm just being. I'm, I'm anti-Israel and Palestine. Both of them just irritate the fuck out of me. We shouldn't be friends with either one of them. Let them both do their fucked up shit, but whatever. Well, but, it's just not possible in this country. No, I mean, I we are largely, in this country, still a majority of religious Christian country. Um, that's one of the bastions of Christianity in Israel. So, yeah. I mean, we got to be their friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I understand what you're saying. I just still hate them. I think it's just. <laughs> I think I think it's maybe a little bit of overreaction. Let's just kind of wait and see. Yeah. yeah. No, it probably is. It probably is because it usually is. We'll find out. And if we're wrong, we'll tell you we're wrong. We're not afraid of making a mistake. We'll we'll correct ourselves, unlike some outlets. <laughs> right. Or oh, yeah, I'll redact uh, anything I say if it's either wrong or proven. You know. But uh, I'll redact if I change my mind on cheeseburgers. I'll that's, never that's, do that. That's not gonna happen. Don't I like people. them. Don't worry, everybody. That's going to stay the same. You take that to the bank. <laughs> Justin, you got any more of those uh, Trump accomplishments? Uh, yeah. Um, so you issued an order killing two federal regulations for every new one. Uh, in actuality, 16 were cut for every new one in his first year, saving billions. Uh, engineered a historic tax cut that will save money for more than 80% of American households. And withdrew the U.S. from the Paris Climate Agreement, ending the threat of U.S. governance by international bureaucrats. Okay. Also this week, we're down to 3.9 unemployment. Hell yeah, Yeah. we are. No, that was next to that, I guess, is what I was going to bring up about the uh, tax cuts. So April, and I can't remember the exact numbers, but we had the record-breaking surplus where we brought in more money than we actually spent as a federal government. There are, there were a couple factors people talked about that were like affecting that, like certain bills being paid at certain times. But uh, the biggest thing was like the, the amount of surplus we got under this new tax plan that was supposed to, you know, cost us billions and billions of dollars has stimulated the economy on a level that now we have a surplus of, it's over $300 billion. I want to say, yeah, I think it is. But uh, for the first time since 2000. So like, that's not even like, oh, Obama screwed us over. Like, <laughs> that's back when Bush screwed us over. <laughs> and uh, because of that tax plan, that's happening. And it's just wild. Like All this stuff and all they want to talk about is a porn star. Not but, even a good one. <laughs> I've actually never even heard of her until this all happened. Her, her career is probably booming right now. Dude, Thanks, I, watched, I watched a video. Yeah. Yeah, just in January alone, it was a $49 billion surplus. That was January. Uh, this would be April. 
is the month I'm talking about. I'm right. not trying to be a dick. Yeah, no, I'm <laughs> definitely looking for it. I was giving you just some stats from before. Yeah. No, uh, but then while you're looking that up, uh, the regulation deal, they, when they did it, I thought it was, well, I guess this is the whole year. When they had the big thing, it was 22 for everyone, but I'm sure it kind of trickled off a little bit. But they said it back then that if uh, they cut... Actually, I think we mentioned this in the first episode. Yeah, update from episode one. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but uh, that if they cut regulations at the rate they're cutting, which it seems like they're trickling a little bit, but if they did, that they would run out of regulations to cut by that time next year, which would have been around December of last year. Seems to be going that way. Yeah, it does. But What about... Uh... There were also one million pounds of prescription pills disposed of this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, through the... Uh, really? Yeah. <clears throat> well, they just going, did that... They're, they're what, going nuts couple, on these opioids, man. Well, a couple weeks ago, they had their... What, the big bi- Biannually, like, just the... the uh, everybody takes their pills into the, you know, sheriff's departments or different whatever headquarters. Uh, and they destroy the pills, but... Yeah, they... I mean, they crushed the number, I think, from, from the last... The last turn-in. Which they should. The pill buybacks work. The gun buybacks don't. <sighs> pill buybacks. The fact those pills are even on the street legally blows my mind. Yeah, I. Yeah, they're nuts. I took I ref- a. I took a. Uh, Vicodin once, and my back still hurt. But I mean, I really didn't give a shit that my back hurt though. Right. It's. <laughs> No, I've had... Silly. Silly goose. I had a horrible experience um, when I was in the military with it, and I will never touch another pain pill. I could probably get some serious prescriptions for the amount of pain that I'm in on a daily basis. You don't need them. Get yourself some CBD oil and some turmeric. CBD oil, which is a great thing. Uh, It's it's absolutely wonderful, but with the uh, courts now... Deciding to make it a Schedule One uh, well, yeah, in in states that don't legalize marijuana. Yeah, it's because people are using it and it's costing them money. Oh yeah, big pharma. Oh, it drives me fucking crazy. Oh, it drives me nuts. Like I have a lot. They of They can't buddies. regulate a plant other than banning it. Yeah. No, I have a lot of vet buddies that are like just like life completely fucked because you know they listened to the damn doctors and they fucking took their pain pills and they did what they were supposed to do. And now they're hopelessly addicted, and they're walking in there like scratching their freaking necks, and it's it's like the saddest thing in the world. Some of these guys were some of the best soldiers I ever served with, and now they're just it's a crying damn shame. What about uh, they were trying to get the uh, new VA head of the VA put in, and some asshole just completely fucked him out of it. Yeah, I read a little bit. I didn't. I kind of skimmed over some of it. But I don't really know what happened with all that. I remember reading a little bit about it too. But yeah, it's just, I mean, how, I mean, how many fucking nominees has Trump nominated that are still waiting to go through the process and get approved? I mean, we are fucking almost a year and a half into his presidency and there are jobs that need to be filled and tasks that need to be done, but they don't have a leader in these departments. Dragging their feet. Stupid. Yeah. I mean, I kind of like, I go back and forth 
with that. Like, I understand that, yes, they need to appoint these people and they need to, well, I don't go back and forth on it. They need to do that and they need to quit dragging their feet on it. And the fact that the Republicans did the exact same thing to Obama when he was appointing people is just as bad. But I, I think the stat I saw was is that it's taking them twice as long to put through one of Trump's people than it was to put in one of Obama's people, one of his nominees. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know you fought him every step of the way. Justin, what's uh, some more of those uh, oh, Trump accomplishments? Oh, um, kickstarted America's energy sector by curtailing regulations, uh, facilitating the Keystone XL pipeline, and opening up vast areas of oil and gas exploration. Uh, presided over an econ- economic and stock market boom, lowered unemployment, and brought manufacturing jobs back to America from overseas, rebuilt the nation's military. Basically destroyed ISIS and faced down North Korea's rocket man. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> there's really a lot there to talk about. Mm-hmm. Because the whole anti-coal thing is the 100% reason why, or anti-energy is like 100% reason why I'm even in this state. And then I don't really like the whole Keystone Pipeline thing. I'm anti-pipeline, but... I'm pretty sure I stand alone in that. Speaking about destroying ISIS, did we just capture five of their top leaders? Oh, shoot. No, yeah, it was five. Was it five? Yeah. Um, I can't I don't think I can pronounce their names anyways, but I really don't care what their names are. It's fuckhead one through five, for all I care. Absolutely. But, uh, but yeah, he just grabbed five of them. Um, something like a three-month operation to get them. And then they, uh, but they uh, had to get them, uh, got them over here. But. It's, it's amazing what could get done when you have a leader who has a plan, whether yeah. it be Trump or Mad Dog Mattis. Yeah, I was going to say, the biggest thing that Trump did when he got in office was gave the power back to the military and quit micromanaging. Cause that's, what, that's, what, that's what Obama did, was he just micromanaged everything to the point to where a soldier himself could not do his job, like all the way at the bottom. There were so many new rules coming out every day about how you could react to direct fire or how you could react to yeah, let's be real. a they, firefight. And it's like, man. The rules of engagement under Obama were fucked. Yeah, absolutely they were. How many people got killed or maimed because of that? Most of them. Like, I would I would not, I don't have a problem saying that. It's, it was ridiculous. Like, there's certain, like, that really gets me because, like, when a guy shoots at you, and he like let's say let's say he was to kill a, your best friend you know we'll say that that that's the thing like and he drops his gun now you can't shoot him back because he's no longer a threat now there are some civilians out there that are just gonna be like well yeah he dropped his gun that's the way it should be <laughs> but this is the thing he's the enemy he's dropped his gun so that he can live again or he, so he can live another day so he can kill another soldier like it's not about he's a threat right now. It's that he's a known target. He's a known threat, and he needs to be taken out. Or captured. If you can capture him, that's great, too, because then maybe we can get some information out of him. That's how they got these five. <clears throat> right? But it's like, man, what is this whole world about? Like, no, don't kill them. They're not, they're not, they're not the target. War's not pretty. It shouldn't be pretty. If it was pretty, it wouldn't be war. war. Yeah. Nice. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, we don't want any more wars, but... If we're going to go to a war 
finish we need to the whoop job. Some ass and tear it down and not build it back up. If they provoked us enough to put us in a war, it needs to be just taken the f out and be done. Yeah. Back to Justin's list. Three point nine. You said for unemployment. Yeah. When was the last time that was? It's been a while. I think they mentioned maybe that's the fall. Maybe that was an all-time record. I really don't know. I can't. And you know, the the same thing probably holds true when they're reporting about that unemployment rate. How many people left the stopped looking for work? Because it doesn't count those numbers in there. Right. But it's definitely dropped. Yeah. It was stupid high under Obama, but yeah. But no, let me get into them. I think there needs to be more. I don't know how to do it, but like the pipeline, I have I have a big problem with pipelines. They just need to be built better. Well, that's fine. Asking for, I mean, the the premise of the pipeline is not the end of the world. But exactly. If, if they need to be built better, I mean, that, I think that's where the misunderstanding comes when when people are debating that, and you're on one side or the other. Is we don't have open dialogue where somebody doesn't get pissed off. Right. And there's definitely those people that are out there like, we don't need pipelines, they're evil. We need no pipelines. And those are the same people that are like, my girl may be a boy, or she might be a girl, or it might be a... And Puppy dog. Identity politics and your, your raging, very, very far, far left people. Those are those people, you know. You get into the middle and it's like, I really, like, if you could have a conversation with some of these people... Because I went to that pipeline protest in North Dakota for Standing Rock. And when I was up there, it was really, I just wanted to see what it was about. So I went up there, see what it was about. See, because you're hearing multiple conflicting news reports about what was happening up there. And without getting into deep about what the madness was, but you could have some serious conversations with some of those people and be like, okay, so well, then what, if, the, if the pipelines aren't being built correctly and they're leaking all the time, which is what the problem is, then why don't we just build the pipelines better? And you would get people scoffed and be like, well, yeah, that's the fix, but no one's ever going to do that because they're capitalist, horrible people. And it's like, okay, fair. But what if we made them do that? Like, instead of instead of standing here and being like, we don't want your pipeline. Why don't you like lobby for, <clears throat> or go you know, go to the government and lobby for more regulation to force these companies to build these pipelines better so they don't leak? Because it is obviously a problem. We have like less than six year old pipelines that are bursting all over the country, and it's like, yeah, we have a problem. Right, but they've actually. I mean, they've done a lot of studies, and you know, obviously studies are studies, but um, that showed. That pipelines were the safest way compared to, you know, trains and if they don't burst, right? Yeah, the technology. But there's once, always a there, there can always be a problem no matter how you right. Transport, what I'm you saying transport. once they burst, they are no longer safer. And so if you so if that's the premise, because because that's the that's the way it works out. When there's a pipeline leak in a pipeline, the amount of oil that is leaked is so big because you don't see it in time because it's underground most of the time. And so when they leak, they cause way more damage than what a truck, the trucking industry does. So now if you put the same like study, what they did was say trucks crash more and pipelines don't crash. That was basically the study. If you said, okay, if the premise is that pipelines don't have accidents, then uh, semi-trucks don't have accidents either. Well, speaking of studies, we posted an article today, it's May 10th, um, 
I found it really interesting. It's the, t- the title is "Many Studies Results Cannot Be Reproduced." Scholars mm-hmm. warn. Articles by Mark McGrill, UCLA. Um, I'll read a few paragraphs of it. Don't believe the latest study you read in the headlines. Chances are it could be wrong. According to a new report by the National Association of Scarlet Scholars, that delves into what it calls the use and abuse of statistics and sciences. The report broke down the issue of irreproducibility, or the problem that a lot of scientific research cannot be reproduced. The report took aim at unverifiable climate science, but also critiqued medical studies, behavioral research, and other fields. The 72-page report took the matter a step further in calling the issue a politicization of science. Not all irreproducible research is progressive advocacy. Not all progressive advocacy is irreproducible. But the intersection between the two is very large. The intersection between the two is a map of much that is wrong with modern science, the report states. Yeah, no, that was a big deal. I saw that today. And it kind of goes to show, like, it it made me think. Go back and be like, oh, my God, thinking's amazing. How many times do I read something and I'm like, oh, well, that says two-thirds of the country is this. Or it says two-thirds of that. Now, immediately I say to myself... Okay, well, that's obviously not two thirds of the country. I never got surveyed, but nobody yeah. asked my my opinion. So this is a, this is a control group, you know. They figured out well, it's polls, know, or or, the, or mm-hmm. they tried, maybe they didn't, to make an have an unbiased group take this survey or do this study and find out this information. But I'm always I'm always aware that it's a small group of people, but I've never really considered the fact that if they did that study ten times, how many times would they get the same result? Probably not that many, according to this article. And I so it sounds like. But you, you, we've talked about polls before. Like yeah. we talked about the, the one of the, some of the polls were saying that Hillary was going to win on the landslide, and that didn't happen. And the people that actually looked at the numbers and understood that they oversampled Democrats when they were calling them figured out that Trump was going to win. Yeah, and he probably won by a bigger margin than it's reported. And how many? And you said, you know, how many times if they did that, you know, so many more times, you know, how would the results vary? How many times, I mean, if they just took the same people and asked them the same question after giving them just a little bit of information rather than taking their opinion, how much of it would have changed? Mm, that sounds like fun. No, but yeah, no, that's a good point. Because, like, like a, a gun debate would be a very good one. Like, uh, where you could have, ask them what guns they think could be banned and do all that kind of thing. And ask them yeah, all Crowder questions. did that. Yeah, exactly. And then, but then, but not, not just that, but then take it a next step further and, and then give them a little more information and then give them and the then, same questions. Yeah. And see then give them a little more information and give them, and just keep doing something that. Something we could do. That might be something we do. That's a good Perhaps. idea. Yeah. Keep your ears we open We can go down to campus and everything else. We can set yeah, up some video. Yeah, we can definitely do that. It, it just goes to show you that if you want to be informed in this country, you need to do your own research. Trust your gut. Most people's guts are good. Some people, some people's guts have shit for brains, and they shouldn't be listening to them. But and don't just find an article from no. one place. Look up ten different places if you have to. Get a before you form an opinion. Yeah, yeah. I try. I try to do for me. I try to do my best not to form an opinion until I've made <clears throat> at least a, a a very detailed list of like at least read enough to where I can understand both sides. Or I understand that one side is just completely ridiculous. And Sometimes that's very obvious. Right. Especially but, in our highly politicized But even times. when it's obvious, I try to do my best to be like, okay. Give this a chance. Calm your tits. What is... Cock damn it, Tommy, really calm your tits. Here? 
you know, and, but we were never, you know, our generation was never really taught that in school. Like we had debate class, but did, did we, we didn't, but I know people who did. I think there was something available, but like the closest thing we had to debate class was history class. But, uh, but yeah, so like we well, know. Wasn't, wasn't there some debate in like the ag classes a little bit when they were preparing for whatever? Well, we had parliamentary procedure, but that's all scripted stuff. Well, I hear you. But yeah, uh, no, I mean, I don't even know. Do they even have debate teams anymore? Yeah, they definitely do. We just didn't. Hmm. But uh, no, it's just. Yeah, they should really not to, not to shit on the spelling bee because the spelling bee is fucking awesome, but they should have something similar where it's put out there. Nationally, like ESPN, Ocho, I, ESPN, the Ocho picks it up. No, I think they do have like legit national debate championship things. Well, they need to broadcast it. That'd be awesome. They might. I yeah, I, I wouldn't doubt if they do. We just don't know about it because like we never had it. Like I didn't know like <laughs> was uh, like polo. I didn't know it was a sport until I got out of high school. We didn't have that. Well, that's a rich person sport, isn't it? <laughs> I want to be a rich person. I am. <laughs> Well, rich is, I, no, I, I think the best saying. definition of rich is when you're satisfied with the possessions you have. Yeah. Which sometimes it's not possession, it's just what you have, so. No, for sure. Um. Yeah. Destroying I mean, ISIS. Speaking of schools, like, let's not. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a joke. That's another, that's another episode. We'll, we'll delve into that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it looks like they do uh, live streams of National Speech and Debate Association. Oh, sweet, dude. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's a lot. If you just look it up, uh, National right. Debate Tournaments. No. Moral of the story, before we get too far on crazy tangents, <laughs> Trump's doing an amazing job, and it's really fun to watch the left try and deviate and twist I thought I, I thought I saw a story where this lady is batshit crazy, but Maxine Waters, she calls. Yeah. If Trump goes and takes a dump, she wants him to be impeached. I mean, she wanted him impeached yeah. over this Iran deal. Oh yeah, for sure. Of course she did. She's... How is this person elected? What is her? What? Where's gerrymandering? Oh my crud gravy. I mean, that is. I'm a firm believer. That's that can be. That's the only. That's the only way. Unless you have an entire district full of complete idiots. And I'm, I'm talking to Maxine Water, Waters' district right now. If you are all voting her in voluntarily, what the hell is wrong with you? What are you getting in return? Like, Are you getting any policy done? Are you getting anything changed? Is crime changing in your area? Is, is she, what is she doing for you? Like, Just in your district. Like, how, is, how is she helping? That's what I want to know. Because you know what? Maybe she is. Maybe her district is like paradise. I really highly doubt it, but maybe it is. Well, I think part of the reason she probably, she probably gets right now, elected right? is <laughs> they're able to draw, the way they draw electoral maps is insane. Yeah, no, it's, that's the whole problem we have here, really. Thanks, Chicago. Sounds vicious. But Just kidding. Well, not just kidding. Chicago's a fun place to visit, but... Man, the corruption. It's strong. It smells of diarrhea. But <laughs> it smells of diarrhea. No, uh, 
<laughs> I mean, Trump might be coming in for that too. I mean, I don't know how many how many more. I don't know how much longer Illinois got. We are broke. Yeah. I I can see Trump walking in here and being like, "No, no, you guys cannot do these stupid things that you're doing anymore." You're fired. Yeah, I'll be fired. <laughs> Apparently, she doesn't even live in the district. That doesn't surprise me at all. <laughs> she lives 0.1 miles outside of the District 43 mm. that she represents. How is District 43? <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't. What cities are involved in District 43? Inglewood. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Inglewood. Listen to Candace Owens. <laughs> Find <laughs> Candace Owens. Watch her videos. Read stuff she watches. She will help you. Or even better, like... Free thought is good. Yeah. I don't know. That's another thing, man. Like, these guys... Like... Like Kanye West. He's being... She, I think Maxine Waters, isn't she the one that was like he... No, I guess that was Diane Feinstein. It's like he got too far off his leash, basically. What did she say? Um, I think it was her. But... It's crazy. Like, let the man think what he wants. And, like, this is where I think even, like, the cons- the conservative side of this is getting a little too buddy-buddy. Kanye is not... I don't think he is agreeing with, like, the Trump... Maybe, maybe a lot of the Trump stuff. But even just, like, the conservative ideology that he's being exposed to right now. I don't think he is all out saying, yeah, dude, you guys got it figured out. I think it's more of, oh, okay. I can see why you see that. I can see why you think that way. That makes sense. I think he's just literally opening himself up to a different ideology and, and literally just embracing free thought. Oh, yeah. And and that is, in and of itself is amazing. I don't care if he comes out of this and he's like, no, I'm still a liberal. Like, I feel like you guys are doing wrong. I am all for him doing what he's doing to get to that point. If he if he goes through all this whole thing and he comes out of it a liberal still, or even if he was, I really don't know. But I don't I don't care. He he did what you should do. Like you need to embolden yourself and read through what the people who you think are against you believe to understand what you believe. You know? Embrace yourself in it. Like some of the liberal stuff. Yeah, I think, I, I mean, Kanye met with Trump, I think, in the transition period because mm-hmm. he's worried about mm-hmm. where he grew up. Chicago. There's a lot of shit going on up there. It's terrible. Um, he wanted to see what Trump, what his thoughts were on it, what maybe they could do about it. That's being proactive. That's good. Instead of, well, we need more gun control. Yeah, no, absolutely. 100%. Yeah, it was just the never-Trumpers that were going against him. Well, oh, here's a fun one. You guys hear about the uh, Parkland kid who was a part of the March for Your Lives, one of the guys, one of the kids that started the March for Your Lives, is now like um, that Kyle Kashif. Hmm. Kashif, yes, um, posted an article talking about uh, how the law enforcement just completely fucked up. You know mm-hmm. how that is ninety percent of what happened, and how. The governor, or was it the governor's? No, the superintendent was denying that that kid was ever involved in this promise program. 
And, like, he should have been prosecuted and he should have been put in jail, but instead they put him in this youth program that was supposed to help him. And instead he... Uh, Gee, another federal program that absolutely. doesn't work? Yeah, there's lots of those. Oh, my. But, uh, and he, um, because of that, was not put in jail. And that led to a whole bunch of other things where the law, law enforcement messed up. Well, he posted that, and one of the kids that started a March for Your Lives saw it and retweeted it and was like, yeah, and like totally agreed. Jumped off the bandwagon of take all the guns, take all the guns, take all the guns, and jumped on the bandwagon of um, why is law enforcement fucking up? What gun legislation can we do that will actually help? And why aren't we enforcing the laws we already have? And I was like, what? Mm-hmm. Even these like kids who are so emboldened and pushed is are now like pushed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, they're politicized to the max, and mm-hmm. I don't even know if like I don't even know if they realize it. Like, I think they just are on their pedestal right now, and they're 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 riding it out. And like, five minutes of fame, and it does a lot to a person. Well, I mean. I feel like they truly believe what they're saying because of their ignorance. And and that is the biggest problem I have with them is, is the amount of ignorance they have with what they keep spouting about. How we need to get rid of all the guns. It's like, come on, man. That's not a thing. And it's not going to fix anything. No. But, and then because they don't want to get rid of all the guns. They just want to get rid of the rifles. No, we're about the pistols that kill more, three times the amount well, of people. Some of them, more than three times the amount of Some of them are people. going a little bit further than that. Well, they finally yeah. came out and said they want to get rid of all guns. Yeah, that's true. And that's but, straight from them. Yeah. But talking about those Parkland kids, that's another thing I wanted to like like that uh what's his name? The biggest one. David. David Ho. Hog. Yeah. So I hate to like what he's been putting on Twitter lately. I think we talked about that. Did we talk about that in episode two? Yeah, yes, we did. Episode oh, okay. Episode. Well never mind that. No yeah. more. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I, I actually have been talking to him for it. He doesn't talk back. <laughs> but you want to go to some more of those Trump accomplishments? Uh, issued an order enforcing First Amendment protections for religious liberty. Uh, restored the freedom of military chaplains to espouse biblical morality and essentially reversing Mr. Obama's transgender military policy, revoked the education department's order that public schools allow gender-confused males access to girls' restrooms and locker rooms. Yeah, so that's kind of all in the same world. Mm-hmm. So the transgender policy, me and a couple of my military buddies were talking about this, and it, it's not that they don't want transgenders in the military. The problem is when you are transgender, you are on an incredible amount of medication. Mm -hmm. Your hospital and medical costs are extremely high. And on top of that, you're usually a very high percentage have mentally uh, either depression or anxiety or anything. And I'm just throwing this out there. You can't join the freaking military if you have asthma when, when Obama was president, you could not join the military if you had asthma. Now, they have waivers for those things, but none of those things were in effect when Obama was president. He cut all that out. So why 
uh, are you upset that a person who has an extremely high medical condition, because, I mean, you, you, you want it, it's a personal choice, or, you know, what is it now? It's not a personal choice to be transgender. It's a, uh, it's just who you are. It's just the way you were born, right? You know what we're saying? So we'll say that. We'll go ahead and some pl- people are saying. <clears throat> we'll go ahead and play that game. So let's pretend it's just the way you're born. Well, the way you were born costs a lot of money medical-wise. And that's not a bill the military wants to pay. And you're like, well, that's not fair. Well, guess what? A guy who's born with asthma has the same problem. So stop making it about identity politics and just see it for what it really is. We uh, can't do that. That's all we have. I don't know. And like oh, the bathroom thing is irritating. You know how you fix the bathroom thing? Make them all unisex. Absolutely. All bathrooms are unisex. Oh, Done. it only has a toilet. Yeah. I don't think you should make them all. I don't think you should make them all unisex. Why, Why make them all unisex? Why not? Because some people don't want to go to the bathroom with the other sex. Some people feel uncomfortable. No, 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 no. What he's saying is single stall, single shitter bathrooms. Yeah. You just, know, I'd, be, I'd be okay with that. Just yeah. a, I know, that's not what he was saying. Yeah, no, that's not what I was saying. I was saying just, just like, make them all unisex. Yeah. Yeah, some people aren't comfortable with that. No. I, I think the, the fix to the solution is not everybody's going to be happy, but it's the most in the middle you can get is just you just have, like, let's say you go to whatever retail you go to. You have four bathrooms or however many you think you need. It's just four rooms with a sink and a shitter. Done. One and done. Yeah, what, if just, we just I, had, what if we just had the stalls like in the hallway of Walmart? Well, I don't think... Do that's some people, people that go to Walmart... That? Some people <laughs> who go to Walmart don't worry about stalls. So. Yeah, fair. No, yeah. I mean, just make them a single bathroom with a door and a lock yeah. if you want to do that way. But I don't think... Forcing it to be a unisex thing. That's just taking one person who's uncomfortable and pushing it onto another person. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't agree with the whole adjusting the entire country's way of doing things for based on what point? Less than 1% of the yeah. population. Less than 1% of the population is a good idea. Anyways, but that's neither here nor there. But mm, that next one's really fun, the sex trafficking. Go ahead. Uh, crack down on the sex trafficking. President Trump signed a law allowing states to move against sex ad internet sites. And the Justice Department on April 6th seized and shut down Backpage.com, which carried ads for prostitution, including trafficking children. I did not know that. That's big. That's huge, because that's like the... It's ridiculous. Uh, Like Backpage. I didn't know they shut that down. Overhauled the Mismanaged Veterans Administration and giving veterans more health care choices. We're getting there. Right now, the v- see, Trump is doing that, yes. Right. The VA is blocking it by doing things like, because this just happened to my buddy, where he's a part of the choice program. So what happens is he can go to another hospital to get care. So he'll go to that other hospital to get care, and the VA will refuse to pay for it. And then he has to pay for it. And then the VA will just drag their feet paying for it. But you want to rattle off some more of those accomplishments? Yeah, we got a couple more here. Um, replaced Obamacare incrementally, beginning with a repeal of the individual mandate, uh, imposed sanctions on Venezuela's socialist dictatorship, and revising Mr. Obama's deals with communist Cuba, recognized Jerusalem as Israel's capital, and repairing damage that Mr. Obama did to the U.S. Israel relationship, and worked with Central American nations to crack down on MS 13 gangs. That is just a small list. And like, 
of things. Yeah, and we're going to be putting up a list on our website um, and have it updated uh, regularly with more accomplishments that I'm sure will be coming. Uh, so that's orphansoftheamericandream.com. Uh, we will be keeping a really tally and updating it frequently. Absolutely. Speaking of our website, Tommy, why don't you tell us about some of the product we have on our store. You could help support us and we can bring you a better podcast. Not that what we're bringing is bad, but we can improve. Yeah, no, absolutely. We have some uh, very nice uh, t-shirts, some good stuff for left or right hats. We have some beach towels, I believe, some sweatshirts. Mm-hmm. Come and take it. Mugs. Uh, yeah, we have a uh, uh, shirt line heritage collection. Uh, you know, we we have no problem with people coming to this country. Yeah, as uh, Trump supporters, we always get railed on like, oh, you hate Mexicans and oh, you, you're racist and, and all this. It's like, no, 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 no. We just, we fight for the legal, you know, come into this country legally. That's all we ask. But, you know, we have the heritage collection. Uh, all the shirts, they have different countries' flags uh, imprinted into the word American. Because no matter where you're from, you're an American. If you're here, you're doing it right, you're an American. So we have, I think we have 16 different countries' flags right now. Um, more and more can go on there. If we don't have it, message us. We will make it. We will have that shirt ready for you. Um, but yeah, they're all under the Heritage Collection on orphansoftheamericandream.com. Um, you can also catch us on the Twitter. It's OAD underscore studios. Tweet our stuff, retweet it, like it, share it. Same thing on Facebook. It's Orphans of the American Dream on Facebook. Um, Instagram is also OAD underscore studios. Yep. Um, if you want to catch me on Twitter, I am at Sassboned. I'm at uh, the Justin Rogers. I'm at the Mad American. This has been episode three of the Orphans of the American Dream podcast. Thank you for listening. Yes, thank you. Love each other, cock damn it. Now, 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 now